yeah, it was a very weird situation where mm-hmm. they actually just started off the interview, I guess, on a laptop, mm-hmm. and then they transitioned over from their laptop to their phone, and then walking to a different location while being interviewed. Uh, that that was <laughs> that's a I tough was, one. That's a that's a tough one. You're listening to the Public Health Insight Podcast, your go-to space for all things public health and global health. From the sustainable development goals to the social determinants of health, as well as interesting dialogues about the diverse career opportunities that exist in these fields. Remember to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify so other people like you can benefit from our content. Before we move on, it is important to note that the views expressed in this podcast are our own and do not necessarily represent any of the agencies or organizations we work for or are affiliated with. Hey everyone, it's LaShawn here with my co-host Gordon and today we're going to be talking about really fun and cringeworthy stories about what has happened to us in interviews, whether as a candidate trying to get a job or as an interviewer interviewing potential candidates. So let's go. All right, Gordon. So I know you have a lot to say here. You Do love I? interviews. What? Yeah, you love what, interviews. What told you that? What gave you, you that interviews. indication? You apply to okay. jobs sometimes just for fun. Okay. Yeah. yeah I know you love interviews. Mm. So I know you have a lot of stories. I want to hear them. The people want to hear them. Mm. So let's just get into it. I want to first start off by talking about some of your roles where you have to be an interviewer. Mm. Let's peel back the orange is that what they say they peel back yeah, the orange, orange peel back the bananas the curtains yeah okay. stuff like that. that i'm getting hungry but okay so as an interviewer mm. when you don't see people coming to the interview at a scheduled time mm. what's going through your head mm. so there's a couple thoughts the first one is you have to give people the benefit of the doubt like you just have to the first thought in your head shouldn't be a very very negative one Mm -hmm. things can happen for a variety of different reasons just know that however as time goes on you start to think different (laughs) things and sometimes you're proven correct and sometimes there's actually a truly legitimate story to why someone doesn't show up at all or someone is late or if someone cancels last minute or just no shows from the beginning. So I've seen probably all scenarios personally in my experience where you get a last minute cancellation where someone said something came up at work, I can't do it anymore. Those are a little bit tricky because the tough ones are when there's a way to communicate about that no show or not being able to come anymore. And typically you want to offer some kind of solution or be involved in rectifying whatever happened. Too often we get a, hey, sorry, can't do it anymore. It's like, okay, are you no longer interested? Are you looking to reschedule? That impetus should come from you really because you're the one who's going to be interviewed. So if you're ever in that situation, then... There could be an embarrassing reason or truly legitimate reason, like embarrassing meaning you just slept in, you forgot, 
you have to figure out how to navigate that. You probably don't want to say that you slept in it or forgot. But the, your communication really has to be on point here. But we ha- we've had one where the most weird story I've ever experienced with this is when the person indicated that they had a conflict that came up where they weren't able to do the interview. And we said, hey, we were wrapping up the process. How soon can you do it? Yeah, I'll have to see how the week goes and get back to you. <laughs> That's probably not something we can work with when we've already tried to be accommodating before with rescheduling and to not have sort of concrete yeah. options to reschedule. It's sort of we're at your mercy, essentially, to reschedule. That's not a good look. So safe to say we did not proceed with interviewing that individual. That did not work out very well. And the short-sighted view is, for whatever reason, you got out of the interview, and that's cool. Maybe you're fine with it. You don't think anything of it. Keep in mind, though, if that's an organization you want to work at, they're going to remember. Right? It's the same HR people that are going to, oh, this name looks familiar. Wasn't that that LaShawn who just didn't show up last time? You already have a bad first impression at that point, and despite meeting the qualifications and stuff, that's going to create a bias, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. uh, that you can't escape. So that's something that you have to consider. So with those experiences of being an interviewer, have you ever come across any interesting requests during the interview? Interesting requests. Hmm. I'm trying to think of... Usually the, the requests... No, I mean, so I'll start with sort of the common request that I actually would encourage people to do. Hey, is it okay if I have a notepad and write down mm-hmm. questions? Is yeah. it okay if I have my bottle of water and take, you know, stay hydrated as I interview? What I actually do now is just to say it up front because some people are bold enough to ask and then others are a little bit more shy about asking that so i just say hey you know it's a good idea to have water or you feel free to write questions down just yeah i just yeah i just say it off the bat because i i I think it's just good to normalize that Mm, uh but i can't think of anything uh too crazy where someone has asked um it's more the weird things that come up is more around the timing so Typically in an interview, I don't know how it works for you, LaShawn. Someone comes in, you do a quick round of introductions. Mm-hmm. You, there is a high level thing about what the organization or program is, what the specific role is. Yeah. At that point, the candidate's sort of allowed to, is there any questions that we could clear up before we get into it? Right. So at that point, typically people say no, and it, it's fine. That's mostly what happens. But we've had situations before where, People are asking about the money and oh. the flexibility and things early on. And so it's it is a you have to ask about the money at some point, yeah. but it's just about the timing. This is probably not the best time to ask about the money. The good time to ask about the money is wow, LaShawn's blew my mind. I really yeah. want to recruit LaShawn. Then LaShawn asks about the money, either at the end of the interview or in a when you get the offer and you can negotiate. It's just never a good idea from a first impressions perspective to ask about the money. I do appreciate that it would be good if everybody was transparent on the postings and said it so you never have to ask it anyway. 
Mm. That's where we need to get to. But it's not if it's not there and you weren't able to find anything, it's just not the right time to ask the <laughs> question, unfortunately. That reminds me of a, a situation where both you and myself were interviewers and someone had asked at the very beginning, before we even started the interviews, we were right about to get into asking questions and they're like, hold up, I have a question. Mm. And then they proceeded to ask, how did you two start out founding this company? Mm. And then it's like, I don't know, it, it wasn't it wasn't the right time to, to ask that question. Right, right, right. Right. You remember what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it should have been like we were right about to get into it. And then we spent like <laughs> some time going over that. But I, I feel like. Yeah, that's a timing. Random. That's a timing a random one. one. Yeah. Because yeah. at the end, what you really want to do at the end is piece all those things together. So yeah. you're going to have an opportunity to ask questions at the end. And. I think that question would have probably been been better placed at the end and maybe with some context around it. Right. It's always good when the questions have context, but sometimes we do feel when the questions are very, very pre-planned and scripted, Mm -hmm. you should do that, but there should be a method and like a good opportunistic way to get those questions in. And if you're reeling those off in the beginning, it's just, mm, it's not the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about um, uh, attire? So with virtual interviews, obviously there's jokes about people wearing professional clothing up top and like pajamas at the at the bottom, and there's like a joke and seriousness about it. But for the actual interview, do you have any stories where you've seen people maybe not dressed appropriately for those, and what? went through your mind as you witnessed those i have a story oh that's interesting well so personally i haven't ever seen that as an interviewer Mm, good but i know (laughs) it's it's quite good but i mean if i did see it i don't know if i would react Mm. too harshly with that i feel like yeah I, i think i mean i guess everyone has their own take on it but i feel like in a regular situation, we would all be sitting on a chair or a, a comfortable area where they're mm. doing the interview. And it would have to be a very situational moment where they have to get up, perhaps their kid barges into the room or, you know, someone's at the doorbell, really important call or something like that happens where you get up and maybe you're wearing PJs <laughs> or something, right? So, and I've seen that before on on youtube and stuff but never in real life but i don't know i I think it'd be actually pretty funny yeah the 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 pants or the pajama bottoms that's that's one thing but i've been in interviews where someone will show up in like a graphic tee oh t-shirt yeah like american eagle aeropost yeah nike yeah like okay how did that go not well uh so that's not a great first impression and then the actual interview went downhill. The person wasn't very prepared. Mm-hmm. They actually um, is one of my first times where I actually saw someone in real time Google interview questions. They Googled interview yeah. questions? How yeah. did you know that? So they, we asked, they're banging on the, the keyboard, typing on the keyboard, looking over and like reading pre- like if it's a, what's the definition of social determinants of health? 
Oh wow! It was like, yeah, social determinism is defined as, and it was it was read as a very dictionary definition as mm-hmm. they were like typing on the keyboard, looking left, looking right. You want to consider uh, that being resourceful, though. It, yes. <laughs> so this person also had uh, notes, which is, I mean, it's it's fine. I think if you don't want people to have notes, mm-hmm. you probably should just say, hey, just so you know, yeah. Yeah. no notes. But they, I think they had like sticky notes, left, right. And so here's the thing. It's not that I have an inherent issue in that. It's just you got to be able to stand on your own yeah. for, for some respects. And is that how I'm going to expect you if I hire you to behave when you can't be agile enough to react to different situations and be confident in what you know? That's more mm-hmm. what it's about for me than it is that I have an inherent issue with that being done. It's more... Is, is that really how we prepare for maybe presentations and yeah. speaking? Is that, are you someone that's going to have read directly from your cue cards? Like you're not comfortable going off script. Those yeah. are some of the things that I worry about when I see that, not necessarily like a, how dare you do that? Yeah. It's sort of, yeah. do you not trust yourself to share what it is that's in your brain? Because everybody has things that they bring to the table. So that's where mostly my concern lies with those type of things. Yeah. And I think another thing talking about, you know, etiquette and you talk, yeah. you mentioned Googling questions during an interview. I think your background also has a big yeah. role to play here. Obviously you want to try having a nice clean background. I've been in situations where individuals may not have the best background. There's mm. just a lot of clutter and stuff. And of course, everyone's situation is different, but trying your best to be able to at least blur your background or use a virtual background if appropriate, if that's the situation, I think would be better in those situations. Yeah. And these are all, I feel like as interviewers, maybe you don't name those as very specific things to disqualify anyone, but Mm. I think in terms of just first impressions of people, you really are more tuned to those types. It's an uphill battle from there, right? You don't want to, give yourself a situation where you get minus it's like it's minus points for before you even open your mouth don't give the employer interview panel any reason to start going "Mm, i don't know about Lashawn. Lashawn, this your example reminded me of something even more interesting about someone who took their interview in the car i think you yeah you think you were telling me about that so what, what was up with that one it, I think, yeah, it was a very weird situation where mm. they actually just started off the interview, I guess, on a laptop, mm. and then they transitioned over from their laptop to their phone, and then walking to a different location while being interviewed. Uh, that that was <laughs> that's a I tough was, one. That's a that's a tough one. Yeah, that's a. That's so a what was the what what. Is there was there an expressed like, hey, my laptop's not working properly type of thing? Like, no, what? I, I think it's pretty normal <laughs> to them to just do that. Which wow. just a yeah. little FaceTime with the the brethren kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's super, it, they made it super casual, huh? Just chatting wow. around, walking around, doing their thing, maybe running errands. I don't know, but that was that was I I couldn't believe what I saw there. Hold on, so I imagine. I think the biggest thing I'm kind of picturing myself in that and it's just super distracting for, yeah, right. It's just like, do I have your full 
undivided yeah. attention like or not. Serious. Are you serious about this? Yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah, that was a that was a tough one. Because the reason I yeah. asked you is is if it's hey my computer just completely that's fine yeah you know what I mean that's but then you're yeah just, I'm gonna turn on my stove and wash some dishes while I'm talking to you that's yeah there's tough. really no explanation I think it's fine like tech issues happen but mm. if that's a situation just maybe explain yourself and say hey can you give me a minute my connection's not working I I don't think your battery dying is a good one either because you should have been prepared mm. so yeah it's a tough one. How, how do we feel about the cameras being off? For People virtual? do that. Do, I don't know. Have you ever yeah. had that? That's a tough one. I mean, I've never had for, my camera for, for off interview. for some. Yeah, yeah, I've never had my camera off for that to be an issue in the first place of them saying, "Hey, can you turn your camera on, please?" Mm. Or I haven't had to say that. So I've actually heard. So I agree. I think your camera should be on. You want to treat it as much as a in-person yeah. experience as possible. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not going to be in a dark room in person interviewing where you can't see everybody's face. So you should they should be able to see your face. I've actually heard, though, the opposite where, and I actually didn't like this, where the panel actually had their camera off. Oh, That's bad, man. Oh. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't know about that. That's either. very disengaged type of vibes for me. Yeah, I don't like that. that. No, you gotta have. If you want the candidate to have their camera on, if you're the interviewer, you should have all people on the panel should have their camera on. And if one doesn't have their camera on, it should be explained as to why, as a courtesy to the interviewer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. That's a tough one. What do you think about the use of humor, Gordon? I know you're a funny guy. (laughs) <laughs> am i do you do you show do you show your your humor while you're doing these interviews or do you play cool i do i like to i have to it's part of me i have to mm. it's not sort of a knock knock jokes type of humor right it's more charisma yeah. showing that you're personable mm-hmm. trying to pick up on little details about people things that you've either researched or things that you've learned about someone in the interviews, because sometimes in an interview, depending on the crowd, you can have a little chit chat in the beginning, right? Maybe it somehow comes up that they're talking about the Raptors game and, Oh wow. You're all a Raptors fan too. And then I like to kind of come back to that maybe in the end of interview question where I'm like, yeah, it wasn't as quite good as how the Raptors played last night, but I, I, there's ways to do it. And I typically feed off of what I'm given rather than kind of randomly bringing up the humor. But I think humor is a good tool to show that you're personable. If it's not your style, and some people just, it's not their thing. Don't don't do it. it. Just don't do it. It's my, I like to do it. So I will try it. And I'll read the room. If people are stoic and not smiling, maybe it's not the time to, to do that. And then if they're responsive to little subtle pieces of humor, I'll slightly amp it up even more and more to see if I get some reaction. But make no mistake, that's interwoven with providing very good interview responses. Yeah, yeah, so it's not, yeah. you can't be tanking it and try, <laughs> <laughs> trying to dribble. Yeah, no, I I like using humor actually quite a bit. I think both of us 
like doing it just because mm. it adds to the charisma and confidence in the interview. But of course, use with caution. Like if they're very stoic interviewers and they're not responding to what you're saying, it's, it's a tough listen. But it reminds me of a interview I had back in the day where I was trying to work in an evolutionary biology lab. And what had happened was they asked like the normal bunch of questions about evolutionary biology. Mm. And I answered the questions pretty well. Mm. And then I guess I was feeling myself quite a bit. And I mm. wanted to just, I just, I thought it was a Go perfect moment. But um, they asked me a question along the lines, hey, um, LaShawn, so how would you define evolutionary fitness or something like that? Mm. And then, of course, if you take any evolutionary biology class, you know the answer to that. Um, and in all the slides for this course, when they're teaching that moment of what evolutionary fitness is, they have a joke or a picture of someone with like muscles. Mm. And so I basically had said, you know, having a lot of muscles and being strong. And I knew that was the wrong answer, but I wanted to see what they would say. So there was a moment where the interviewer, she, she literally froze and stopped talking. And then I'm like, just kidding. It's actually your ability to produce offsprings to the next generation. That's what's the measure of evolutionary fitness or whatever, something along those lines. And then she started dying laughing, right? And um, Risky, dude, risky. It is risky, but that's, that's just how okay. I did it in real time. And again, after I got hired, she had told me that was like the best response, like the amount of courage you had to have to pull that one off. Mm. Um, it was very memorable. So mm, memorable. of course that, that wasn't the saving grace of that interview. Like I obviously mm. had good answers for everything to the point where she was actually very shocked that I had said that, but you know, taking those moments even more recently in my career, uh, the way you frame things, like it could be mm. a very serious interview and mm. You know, you might want to be a bit more, have lighthearted moments. So, you know, putting little jokes here and there, I know I was appreciated by a couple of my in more recent interviews. Yeah, it could be good. I think it adds to your confidence charisma. Yeah. And, and even, even if you We're don't want to. We're humans at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I think even just to simplify it more, LaShawn, I think yeah. we can give ourselves a little bit more credit for this too, is. Yeah. Part of what you're doing in an interview is sharing personal stories tied to yeah. sort of your work and the outcomes and the good stuff. Yeah. But I think we all have rich backgrounds that we could share that we can use to connect with whoever yeah. we're being interviewed. And yeah. one of the stories that basically I shared, it was a question around one of my interviews is about tell us a time where you went above and beyond for your employer and whatever the case might be. And I had several examples that came to my mind, some more serious than others. And I decided to kind of go with something I thought would connect based on what I heard earlier. Mm. So when I, when I, this was a, this was an in-person interview. Yeah. I think I overheard that someone recently got married who was part of the interview pa panel. I think I had recently got married less than a year ago at that point. So I was like, okay, something to keep in mind. Um, as I go through the interview. So I actually had an example where for my wedding, my wedding day, I had the day off, of course. My wife had the day off. And I worked in a pharmacy where I had helped implement this new software for prescription workflow. 
and it was new. Everybody hated it. I kind of knew how to do it. And we had someone new on that day who had no idea how to log in and the things weren't working. My boss was away on vacation and they had tried calling them and they called me as sort of a last resort at maybe it was like eight in the morning or something like that. Hey, can you help me out? I don't know what to do. I've called the boss. No one's picking up. And I, I know it's your wedding day, but whatever. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm like, I, I was up early. I couldn't sleep. I was too excited. So I actually went down. My wife actually, and I said this, I was like, yep. As I'm telling you the story, my wife still doesn't know about it. And their eyes popped open and they're laughing. Like, yep, yeah, I actually went down, drove, helped them set up and then went back and no one ever knew about it. And they're like, wow, I can't believe you do that. It's so funny. And it wasn't like a funny ha 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 story. It was kind of a, wow, yeah. so interesting story. Yeah. And I shared that to be able to connect with the person who yeah. recently got me. Would they have done the same thing? Maybe they did something similar too and they can connect with me more. So it's all about trying to connect with people through the stories that you're sharing about your job experiences or things that you went through in life. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's a good one. It, and it shows a lot of intangibles, right? It's like mm. this, this dude is dedicated to mm. his work. He goes above and beyond. He's willing to help people even though he's off, right? On mm. the most important day of his life, right? Right. All right. So that was a great discussion. We have a lot more to talk about. So stay tuned. Today, we talked about all these different stories that can happen during an interview as a candidate or from the perspective of an interviewer. So if you want to hear more, stay tuned, make sure you subscribe, follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, Android, wherever podcasts are available. Let us know. Send us a message. Hmm. Follow us on social media. Hmm. Do what you have to do. Hmm. And with go that, get the bag. Go get the bag. Hmm. With that, we're signing off. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Public Health Insight Podcast, your go-to space for informative conversations, inspiring community action. If you enjoy our podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. See you in the next one.